Brother Waldrop, if I need it tonight, clean me up. I want to make room for God to fill me up. I want to leave this place different than I came. I want to start this week different than last week. Well, hallelujah. Hallelujah. Why don't, we, why don't we do this a little different tonight? Why don't we, as the man of God comes, why don't we lift our hands to the Lord and ask Him, Lord, would you do whatever you got to do? Make me, mold me, shape me, cleanse me. But God, fill me up tonight. Help me tonight to receive the word of the Lord. From our hearts tonight, from our hearts, with desire in our hearts for the things of God in this place. I magnify your holy name, I worship. Blessed be the name of the Lord. We glorify the mighty name of the Lord. God, you are worthy of our praise and our worship. Blessed be the name of our God. Blessed be the name of our God. I love your holy name. Praise God. That's the key tonight. Not only to get in the church, but to stay in the church is to stay hungry for God. Amen. Just pardon my imagination here for a few moments while I imagine that everybody that ever got in the church was still in. Everybody that ever got the Holy Ghost, stayed full of the Holy Ghost, died in the faith. Amen dancing around the throne of glory right now. Amen. Brother Waldrop, you're crazy. Well, it's not God's fault. Amen. Amen. It's not God's fault. Praise God. The way that you get in is the way that you stay in. Amen. Those that hunger and thirst shall be filled. Amen. Amen. Let's reach for the Lord again right now in this house. Would you let faith arise in your heart tonight? I believe you, Jesus. Lord, I worship your mighty name. I love your holy name tonight. God, you are great and greatly to be praised. You are great and greatly to be praised. I worship the mighty name of the Lord. God, I thank you for your presence that I feel in this house tonight. Oh, Lord, I give you the glory and the honor. I give you the worship. I give you the praise. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Blessed be the name of the Lord. Hallelujah, hallelujah, hallelujah. Amen. Turn within your Bibles, please, to the 12th chapter of the book of Acts. Amen. I feel burdened on my heart tonight. Amen. I have preached from Acts chapter 12 multiple times. There's so much uh, to preach and to glean from Peter's experience of deliverance from the prison. Amen. I feel to 
go there again tonight, perhaps a little bit different uh, perspective. Amen. Let's begin reading tonight, verse number 12, and when he had considered the thing, this is after he's been delivered from prison, the doors of the prison have opened up, and the angel of the Lord has led into the streets of the city, and then the angel departs. He comes to himself in verse 12, and when he had considered the thing, he came to the house of Mary, the mother of John, whose surname was Mark, where many were gathered together praying. Many were gathered together praying. How many believe that you know what they were praying about? Earlier in the book of Acts, the 12th chapter, even the Bible lets us know that what they were praying about was Peter's deliverance when Herod would have brought him forth. But prayer was made of the church without ceasing unto God for him. Many were gathered together praying, and as Peter knocked at the door of the gate, a damsel came to hearken named Rhoda. And when she knew Peter's voice, she opened not the gate for gladness but ran in and told how Peter stood before the gate. And they said unto her, Thou art mad. But she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Then said they, It is his angel. But Peter continued knocking. And when they had opened the door and saw him, they were astonished. But Peter continued knocking. But Peter continued to knock. But Peter continued to knock. Amen. It was recognized by somebody in the house that what we've been praying for is here. But they left the door closed. Amen. Rhoda got all excited. I, I'm, not, I'm not upset at Rhoda tonight. Amen. Thank God for a Rhoda that'll hear revival knocking. Amen. Thank God for a Rhoda that'll have enough guts. Amen, have enough faith. Amen, she didn't know who was knocking. Amen, but enough faith to say who, who's knocking at the door. She recognized the sound of answered prayer. And she goes in and says, what we've been praying for is here. Amen, and she had to convince them. Amen, that what she was saying was the truth. Praise God. And all of that was going on while Rhoda's trying to convince them, while Rhoda's trying to talk them into it, while Rhoda's putting her foot down and saying, I know that I know that I know that I know. Amen. Peter's out there. Amen. He's just keeping on knocking. Amen. I hear something knocking tonight. 
Amen. Turn to your neighbor and say, revival's still knocking. Praise God. Would you lift up your voice tonight? Oh, let's thank God for this opportunity in his house and in his presence tonight. name of Jesus Christ. I speak the precious name of Jesus. Oh, I praise the mighty and holy and wonderful and worthy and awesome name of our God. In the mighty name of Jesus. Praise God. You may be seated tonight. Lord bless you. Hallelujah. Must confess tonight that Acts, the 12th chapter, is one of my favorite places in all of Scripture. Just the dynamic and the detail that we are privy to by Luke's recording this in Acts of the epistles. There was obviously a lot of dynamic going on. Early in the 12th chapter of Acts, the Bible said that Herod stretched forth his hand to vex certain of the church. It disturbs me, but I read that he killed James, the brother of John, with the sword. And so we're reading about a martyr, one that gave his life for the gospel's sake. And because of political uh, uh, benefit, he saw, Herod did, that it pleased the Jews. He saw that it made the Jews happy. He saw that it made those that had yet to be converted to true Christianity, those that were still uh, bound by Judaism. That's what he's talking about. He's talking about the Jews, those that rejected Jesus, those that we read about in John, he came into his own, but his own uh, received him not. Those are the Jews that we're talking about right now. He saw it pleased those that had rejected Jesus. And when he saw that it pleased them, he proceeded further to take Peter also. Began to enter then into what we read about as the days of uh, unleavened bread. It entered into uh, a religious uh, holiday. And as soon uh, as this holiday is over, because uh, if you kill Peter during the holiday, uh, the Jews that you please uh, will then be displeased. And so we've got to follow protocol. And as soon as... Uh, as the holiday is over, we're going to make the Jews happy uh, again. We're going to curry some more uh, favor. We're going to make some more uh, people uh, happy. Bible said in verse 4, he apprehended Peter and he put him in prison. And 
delivered him to four quaternions or 16 soldiers. He delivered him to 16 soldiers. It meant there were 16 soldiers whose primary purpose it was was to keep an eye on Peter. Seems that there were perhaps four shifts of four soldiers. Amen. 24 hours. Amen. Four soldiers keeping watch at a time and when their shift was over, they were relieved by four more. When their shift was over, they were relieved by by four more. When their shift was over, they were relieved by by four more, intending after Easter, after the holiday, to bring him forth uh, to the people. And so Peter was kept uh, in uh, prison. Sometime during all of this, maybe Herod had made his intentions known. He intended to slay uh, another apostle of Jesus Christ because we're going to keep the Jews uh, happy. And so it's known, I believe, that it had become common knowledge. Herod had made a, a proclamation. There's more where that come from. Amen. I'm not through wreaking havoc uh, on the church. I'm not through vexing uh, the people of God. I'm not through being an instrument of hell uh, to stop the progress, uh, to hinder the furtherance uh, of the declaration and proclamation and affirmation uh, of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Amen, amen. This, this, this wasn't the first time uh, that the enemy of God's people ever got emboldened to declare uh, their intentions. I want you to know tonight that there is, uh, and I want you to notice there is a proper uh, response uh, to the enemy's declaration. Amen, I'm reminded of what I read uh, in Nehemiah's account, uh, when all of the adversary was doing what they were supposed to do, Nehemiah said, but we made uh, our prayer uh, unto God. Amen. I don't read where they got together and said, Amen, have you heard this or have you heard that? Or what do you think about this? What do you think about that? Amen. No, we've heard what Sanballat has said. We've heard what Tobiah has said. Amen. But I want you to know that God knows what they have said. But God's going to hear more than the voice of Sanballat's mocking and Tobias belittling of our holy intentions. There's going to be a voice that comes from the heart of God's people. We made our prayer unto God. We made our prayer unto God. We made our prayer unto God. I want you to know God is ready to answer some prayer. Can I take my liberty tonight? He can't answer unprayed prayers.
Hallelujah. I said he can't pray, answer a prayer that's not prayed. We men, I'm convinced that the reason why Nehemiah saw the wall finished is because there was a prayer that was prayed that God could answer. And Peter was kept in prison, but prayer was made without ceasing of the church unto God for him. And so prayer interrupted the plan of hell. Prayer put a roadblock in hell's plans for Simon Peter. Prayer, prayer was made. I, 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 could, I could preach a long time tonight about what Peter represents. We could look at the highlights of Peter's life and the revelation that he had, the boldness that he had, the experiences with God that he had. Him walking on the water and his shadow passing by, uh, causing miracles to happen when he walks down the street and him going to the temple at the hour of prayer with John and amen, takes the lame man by the hand and lifts him up and says, silver and gold have I none, but such as I have uh, give I thee. We could talk about Matthew 16 when Jesus said, who do you say that I, the Son of Man, am? And Peter spoke up and said, thou art the Christ, the Son of the living God. We could talk about him going up on the mountain and seeing Moses and Elijah, seeing Jesus transfigured. Hey man, we could talk about him going deeper into the garden. I want you to know if it could be seen, if it could be done, as far as the disciples were concerned, Peter was there when it happened. He was there when the 5,000 were fed. He was there when he calmed the storm. He was there when the demoniac got back his mind. He was there when miracles took place. Peter was eyewitness of the miraculous ministry of Jesus Christ. Amen. But he was also a partaker of a personal experience. Amen. He was also living proof of what Jesus declared greater works than these shall ye do. Jesus said, I've just laid the foundation. Amen. I'm the cornerstone that's been laid. But you're going to build on this foundation. You're going to see greater things than what you've seen. You're going to do greater things than what I've done. Hey man, Simon Peter is living proof of what happens when somebody gets a conviction about a promise from God. Hallelujah. I've come to declare tonight, uh, it's not up to me. Uh, it's up to you. Uh, it's up to the truth, church. Uh, what kind of revival uh, you're going to have. I've not come to ask what kind of revival do you want to have. I've come to declare it's up to you, the revival you're going to have. It's up to you whether or not you get a conviction about the promises of God. It's not up to the devil or God. It's up to you. Amen. What you do with what Jesus has declared. 
I've never been involved in a series of services quite like this. I'm not trying to prop anybody up. I'm just trying to help you understand if I know anything about God, God can't hardly get any more plain than what he's got for this church. He intends there to be a supernatural Holy Ghost explosion in Olathe, Kansas in the present time. As far as God's concerned, the time for revival is now. As far as God is concerned, the time for harvest is now. Lift up your eyes and look on the fields, for they are white already. Hallelujah. Yes, I want to be a good preacher, but I'd rather preach poor and have a revival. Amen. That's what I told God today. Of course, I want to preach good, but if I've got to choose between good preaching and results, I'll take results every time. Let's lift our hands and give God praise together. In Jesus' name. Hallelujah. Come on, it's time for the people of God to do right with what God is doing and what God is declaring. Hallelujah. Simon Peter was a man that had a conviction. This is what Jesus said. Simon Peter was a man of adventurous conviction. Lord, if it be thou, bid me come unto thee on the water. I know he had his faults. I know he had his failures. I know he had his hang-ups. I know of his impetuousness. I know he was one that would speak first and think later. I know his mouth got him in trouble. I understand all of that. But he was also one that he didn't take time to talk himself out of a miracle. He meant if he heard Jesus say, come, he didn't stand there saying, now was that really Jesus? No, he said, I just heard, come, you boys can stay if you want to. I'm telling you too many times, uh, the people of God miss out of the will of God uh, for lack uh, of immediate response. We're going to stop and think about it. We're going to twiddle our thumbs and contemplate. We don't want to be too rash. We don't want to be too bold. Amen. Come on, somebody. When it comes time and when it involves the kingdom of God, it's got to be pretty rash to be too rash. It's... Yeah. 
Hallelujah, the first documented miracle in the New Testament church, the third chapter of the book of Acts. Silver and gold have I none, but such as I have give I thee. In the name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, rise up and walk. And he took him by the right hand and lifted him up. And the Bible said immediately, immediately, Somebody shout immediately. Say it with conviction immediately. Immediately, his feet and ankle bones receive strength. Somebody called on the name of Jesus. And Jesus responded immediately. And then I read, and he, the lame man, leaping up. Think what you want to think. I'm convinced tonight had he just sat there. You said, Brother Walter, he didn't have a choice. He was jerked up. No, he wasn't. Bible said Peter raised him up, got him in a sitting position, got him in a posture of reception. Oh my Lord! Don't 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 make me preach another message inside this message. Don't 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 make me preach about making things worse than what they really are. Don't don't make me preach about being lame in your feet but laying on your back. He wasn't paralyzed, even he was crippled. But he was laying there like a paralytic. And Peter said, he said, can I preach what I feel right now? Sir, you'll never get a miracle in your feet until you get off your back. Because the problem's not your back, it's your feet. Get in a place where God can do something where it needs to be done. You're hindering your miracle by throwing your pity party. You're hindering your miracle by playing on the sympathy of your friend. Nobody ever got a miracle feeling sorry for themselves. Nobody ever got a miracle making excuses. Nobody ever got a miracle. Amen. We don't ever think to come out just right. But Jesus said, if somebody will call my name, I'll give the lame man a chance. I'll give the lame man a chance to respond. And when he felt a visitation in the place of his need, he did something with it. I'm not beating anybody up tonight. I'm just obeying the Holy Ghost. I'm doing my best to say what I feel the Holy Ghost wants me to say. Stop beating yourself up. Stop being intimidated by intimidation. You'll, you'll never know 
until you try. You you can't walk on water. You're a human being. Haven't you ever heard of gravity? Haven't you ever heard of density? Peter, don't you know that your human body is more dense than that salt water? I know it, but Jesus said, come. Peter, nobody's ever done that before. I know that, but Jesus said, come. I opened up my mouth and said, Lord, if that's really you, invite me to be a part of what you're doing. Lord, if that's really you, invite me to join you in the realm of the miraculous. Hallelujah. Can you hear? Amen. Something knocking tonight. Can you hear some determination? Can you hear some tenacity? Can you hear some boldness? Can you hear some conviction? About who Jesus is and what Jesus can do and what Jesus desires you to be a partaker of. I don't know who it was, but somebody touched God. There's a word that summarize I believe what Simon Peter represents to us tonight as a church it'd be the word revival because it's revelation it's conviction it's miracles it's signs it's wonders it's the supernatural it's one God it's Holy Ghost outpouring I mean when I hear about things like that happening I say man y'all are having a revival I know the word revival actually means that which is dead coming back to life. I I know that, but when we say revival and we think about revival, we're thinking about good things happening. People getting a revelation, people feeling conviction, people coming to an altar, miracles taking place. Amen. Deliverance and signs and wonders. People getting a revelation of the mighty God in Christ and and the church getting a revelation of his body. The fullness of him that filleth all in all. Amen. That's called revival, folks. Revival's not a good feeling. Revival is good things happening. Revival's not a feeling. It's an experience. Revival's not what you feel. 
Revival is what you do and what happens as a result of your tenacity and your zeal for the things of God. Amen. A miracle took place because Peter did something. He walked on the water because he did something. Amen. His shadow was cast because he was out doing something. Hallelujah. Don't sit there and look at me like I don't know what I'm talking about. I'm telling you, there's revival in Olathe, Kansas. I appreciate you standing. I appreciate your appreciation for my declaration. I really do appreciate you clapping your hands. But that's not what it's all about. What it's all about is doing something about a promise from Would you clap your hands unto the Lord? Would you magnify the King of glory? God baptized me with conviction. Baptized me with Holy Ghost tenacity. The Bible said of at Paul's pen about Moses and his experiences in the Red Sea. And he told the church at Corinth they were baptized under Moses. They they were baptized in the sea and in the cloud. And they 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 ate the, the meat and they drank that drink. He said, These are things that happened to them, but he said, but they're written for us. It happened to them but it was written for us amen Paul's looking back amen in, in, in biblical past if you please and says Moses didn't need the scripture he was the scripture Moses didn't need amen a story about the Red Sea he was there when it happened but we weren't there and so uh, it was written for our admonition. Daniel in the lion's den was written for our admonition. Shadrach, Meshach, and Abednego was written for our admonition. Oh, David and Goliath was written for our admonition. Isaiah, seeing the Lord high and lifted up, was written for our admonition. God asking Ezekiel, can these bones live, was written for our admonition. But can I tell you, hallelujah, Acts chapter 3 was written for our admonition. Acts chapter 12 was written for our admonition. John chapter 1 was written for our admonition. Hallelujah, the miraculous ministry of Jesus Christ and the New Testament church in action was written for our admonition.
You're selling yourself short in the kingdom of God if you take comfort in Daniel and the three Hebrew children and David and Abraham and Moses, but you refuse to be comforted by the book of Acts. either believe this or you don't. All Scripture is given by inspiration. Do you believe that? So is the book of Acts Scripture. And so, oh, you're challenged by the little lad with a sling and a stone, but you're intimidated by silver and gold, have I none? This is the deal because so much of the Old Testament was physical. Amen. But the book of Acts is more than physical. It's also spiritual. There's Holy Ghost authority. And you say, well, David had an arm, and so I've got what David had. But I don't have what Simon Peter had. Amen. Says who? What did he have? That you don't have the opportunity if you want it. I think that he repented of his sins, was baptized in Jesus' name, and been filled with the Holy Ghost. But he was an apostle. Yeah, but Jesus was God manifest in the flesh and told them, you're going to do more than I did. That wasn't written for them. It was written for us. Greater works than these shall ye do. Yeah, but they were the apostles. Yeah, you know what? They were people uh, that were in an upper room, uh, but they weren't the only ones. They were folks that received the Holy Ghost uh, and had a revelation of Jesus Christ. uh, But you know what? I'm nothing, uh, but I've got Jesus in me. Hey, man, I've got a right. It's not pride. It's not arrogance. It's hunger. It's desire. It's tenacity. It's a passion for more of God. If I've got to do something I've never done, amen, get out of my way. If I've got to rock the boat, get out of my way. If I've got to upset somebody's apple cart, I'm sorry. But revival means too much to me for me to just have another ordinary service. Hallelujah, somebody, amen, respond in the present to a God of immediacy. Amen, there's needs in this house tonight. There's needs in this house tonight. Amen, there's something in your life that God wants to put his hand Hallelujah. I said if you'll give him a chance, if you'll sit up and pay attention, if you'll be receptive to the miraculous, he'll touch your lameness. 
He'll put his hand on what's always kept you away from what you wanted to experience in your heart. You hear me? If God touches you, respond right now. The time to respond is the moment of the spiritual interaction. The time to leap up and stand is when you feel strength in your feet and ankle bones. My God, I feel a Holy Ghost transaction. Keep praying, Sister Waldrop. Keep praying. I feel a Holy Ghost transaction. Come on, can you feel something in your feet tonight? Come on, Truth Church. Don't just lay there begging for something to be better. I speak the name of Jesus over you. I speak the name of Jesus over you. In the name of Jesus Christ, true church, Olathe, Kansas, rise up. 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 But I've never done it. He had never walked. But he wrote. He had never walked by the shelf. But when he felt something, he got up. The doctor said, you'll never walk. But a preacher come by and took authority in Jesus' name and spoke the name that brings healing. I feel spiritual virtue. I feel Holy Ghost virtue. I feel healing in your heart. I feel healing in your experience. I feel healing in... Come on, let him heal your faith. Let him heal your desire. Let him heal your passion. Let him heal your expectancy.
I know there were some there out of obligation and out of Christian duty. Amen. But prayer was made of the church without ceasing under God for revival. And revival continue knocking. And revival continue knocking. Amen, it's obvious. Not everybody in the house had the faith that they needed. Hallelujah. Don't you dare pass the buck. Amen to your brother or sister. Amen. You might as well be the one. But if I can reach one tonight. If I can reach one tonight. Amen. If I can reach just one tonight that says, I know what I feel. I know what I hear. You can say it's too good to be true. You can say we're wasting our time. You can say, but she constantly affirmed that it was even so. Brother Walter, when you get convinced enough that we can have revival, then we'll have it. I beg to differ with you. I'm glad to be here, but I'm not a part of this body. I said I'm not a member of the truth church. Somebody from inside the house. Rhoda, I know you mean well, honey. Sweetheart, you just haven't been around long enough. A little damsel, you're just a young girl. Just probably a servant. I mean, because, you know, the ones that really mattered when they're praying. And so she went and interrupted their prayer meeting saying, your prayer's been answered. And they said, it can't be our answer, we're praying. I know that doesn't make sense. But she said, I said, who is it? And he said, it's Peter. I've heard his voice before. And then they said, you know what? He's already dead and gone. And his angels come by to tell us, we'll see you later. She said, uh-uh. about the time they said it's his angel, Rhoda said then, somebody let the angel in then, because I hear something knocking.
I don't know who you are, but I've come to declare tonight somebody's touched God for Olathe, Kansas revival. I know you're not all convinced, neither were they, but guess what revival still got invited in? You can sit there with your unbelief, but you know what? You're going to be amazed, and you're going to be astounded. I declare to you in Jesus' name, what you said will never happen here. It's going to happen. I said what you've said will never happen in this church. It's going to happen. Would you stop arguing uh, with somebody uh, that knows what they're talking about? Hallelujah. I never quite saw what I'm about to preach, but I feel it in the Holy Ghost. It was Rhoda that went to the door. It was Rhoda that said, who is it? It was Rhoda that heard his voice. It was Rhoda that ran in for gladness and said, Peter, it's at the door. But the Bible says when they opened wasn't Rhoda. They said it can't be. They said it's his angel. But evidently 
there was enough of them that said, what have we got to lose? It, it, it may not be revival, but if it is, I'd hate to miss out on it. I don't know if it is or not, but if it is, I sure want to let it in. Just want to know what y'all think about it. promise you if I could open the door for you I would but that's not my place I've just come by to tell you God's heard your cry I've just come to interrupt your prayer meeting saying I've just come by to tell you what you've been praying for is at the door I've just come to be a servant I've just come to with a smile on my face and a spring in my step and faith in my heart. You say, preacher, you're just doing your job. Preacher, you're just hype. Amen, but I'm constantly affirming. It's even so. What have you got to lose? Somebody call on the name of the Lord with me right now. Somebody be receptive of your revival. Somebody be receptive of your miracle. Shatone Kalema Horatahata Satala Hatoye Hasata Hatoye Emma 